Throughout this episode, you'll hear occasional dynamically placed advertisements as well as host-read ads by me promoting the work of my sponsors, similar to what you'd experience when you're binging your favorite YouTube content. If you find the ads disruptive, consider joining my community on Patreon. Premium submarines receive full-length ad-free episodes, hundreds of hours of bonus content, and the ability to connect and chat with other listeners. To learn more, visit patreon.com slash backfromtheborderline. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hello and welcome to another premium episode of Back From The Borderline. These episodes are exclusively available to my members on Patreon. If you aren't a member yet, you will receive a free preview of this episode, but it will fade out and you'll need to become a member to unlock the full episode. The links to join are in the episode description, or you can just visit backfromtheborderline.com. I'm your host, Molly. And without further ado, let's dive straight in to some emotional alchemy. What's up, what's up, my listeners? We are back for another premium episode. It's been a while since we've taken listener questions. And so today, I thought that we would switch it up. And what we're going to do is I'm going to take a listener question or two, answer those. Listeners can send me voicemails at backfromtheborderline.com. You can use that voicemail feature for just about anything you want. You can ask me a question. I don't do these Q&A episodes very often, but who knows, you might hear your question answered. You can share how the podcast has impacted your life. I tend to use those voicemails a lot more because they're easy just to throw in at the beginning of an episode. It really helps us develop a sense of community and it seems like the listeners really like to hear from other listeners because this recovery journey stuff is really lonely and it can be easy to start feeling like you're the only one on planet earth going through this stuff, but you're not. So let's go ahead and hear our first voicemail from Geneva. Hi, Molly. I am on a stupid walk right now. Um, listening to one of your older episodes and 
I've like recorded a lot of voicemails but deleted them because I get embarrassed and stuff. And I know that sounds weird, but I'm just, I guess I have a lot of shame and embarrassment or whatever, <laughs> as we all do. But I guess my real problem right now is that I, well, I've been in a relationship for 10 years and it's like, you know, amazing. Like he's just like a dark prince. Like he's so kind. We've almost grown up together. Um, despite all the shit we've been through, partially because of my issues with BPD symptoms, his issues with substance, whatever. But we've gotten through it, and we're in a place where we want to get married, and we're, like, in our 30s, and we're happy. But I keep doing this thing where I, like, overextend myself for him, and I do everything for him, and I cook, and I clean, and I go pick things up, and I just run the whole house, and I never ask for help. And then I just get so mad at him, and I start freaking out at him. Um, for not helping me, and he's just really frustrated because he sees me as, like, a Tasmanian devil running around the house making all these messes and cleaning them up, and, like, I never ask for help, and, like, why do I do that? Like, I could just not be doing all of that. You know what I mean? Like, he's not messy. He cleans up after himself. I could just not be doing everything and then getting mad at him. Like, what? It's so frustrating. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, Geneva. Thank you for this voicemail, and it is incredibly relatable. I struggled with this myself, and I still do. I've always been the person who feels like I have to constantly prove my worth in a relationship. I always feel like I'm taking over all the chores and the cooking and the cleaning. And mainly it's because of my serious control issues. Because even if someone else starts taking something over, I'm always thinking that I could do it better. And I also have a really hard time asking for help when I need it and admitting when I'm overwhelmed. And so I can really relate to this a lot. So I have a really great suggestion for you. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it, but there's something called the fair play method. And it's all about dividing responsibilities in a partnership. And this idea of fair play was popularized by someone named Eve Rodsky in this book that she wrote called Fair Play. And she describes it as this systematic approach designed to create balance and equity in relationships. So here's like a little... TLDR breakdown of this method. The first step is identifying all the tasks. 
So this involves listing all the tasks and responsibilities that need to be managed within the partnership. So this list should be super comprehensive, covering everything from household chores, managing finances, and even includes emotional labor and planning responsibilities. And then the next step in the fair play method is understanding expectations. So then this part Each partner discusses their expectations regarding each task. This includes how often the task should be done, to what standard it should be done, and any specific preferences or nuances. Because someone's idea of cleaning the bathroom is going to be very different from another person's idea of what clean is. I've definitely learned that in my own relationships. So next is assigning ownership. This is step three. So at this stage, tasks are then assigned to each partner, ensuring that there's a clear understanding of who's responsible for what. And this isn't necessarily about a 50-50 split, but about a distribution that feels equitable to both people, taking into account each person's strengths, preferences, and then their time constraints. The fourth step is setting the rules of the engagement. So the fair play method emphasizes the importance of setting rules about how tasks are managed. So for instance, one task is assigned to a partner, they have full ownership from planning to execution. So this helps avoid people micromanaging each other and then starts developing the trust between the two of you. The fifth step is called using CPE, and CPE stands for Conception, Planning, and Execution. So like for each task that you have, the person responsible is in charge of its conception, planning, and execution. This means they're not just doing the task, but they're also planning it, organizing it, which helps in recognizing the often invisible mental load in managing household responsibilities. Because this is the thing, a lot of people don't understand the concept of the invisible mental load and this is the person who kind of just shoulders the burden of most of the things like even just thinking are we out of toilet paper are we running out of toothpaste it tends to be that one partner shares most of the mental load and the other partner just waits around for the person to say hey this needs to get done and that's a lot of weight on the person shouldering the burden of most of the mental load so then the sixth step is checking in And this means just like scheduling little check-ins where you discuss how the system is working, making adjustments to the task list or the ownership, and then addressing issues that are coming up. And then steps seven and eight are just like flexibility, adaptation, and communication. Because the thing is, is that this system, the fair play method, it's not a set it and forget it thing. It requires you to check in and adapt and be flexible because life circumstances change, right? Like job changes, having a child, you know, um, one partner getting sick, etc. So it's important that there's effective and open communication and partners need to feel comfortable discussing their feelings about the workload, asking for help and appreciating each other's contributions. This is like the most basic explanation of this method but if you want to search on apple podcasts time out a fair play podcast it's just the best there's probably like 14 episodes and it's absolutely amazing and it kind of goes through the fair play method in detail 
or you can buy the Fair Play book by Eve Rodsky. I recommend the podcast because it's free. And this is the thing, it's so much easier to just take everything on because guess what? Divvying up responsibilities, having these hard conversations, listing out everything that needs to get done is a lot more difficult than just, you know, like you said, spinning around like a Tasmanian devil and just doing whatever the next thing is. But the problem is, is that when you're in that energy, it feels like you're constantly in a state of overwhelm. Like there's always something to do. Whereas if you actually just take the time, even though it takes a lot of time in the beginning and you know, a lot of maybe uncomfortable conversations and long discussions. Once you get a system going, this is great. And if this is somebody that you're going to be marrying, these are conversations you need to have right now because it's not fair on either one of you for you to just take everything on your shoulders and then get yourself into an overwhelmed, passive aggressive mess, taking on everything. And then your partner just feeling like they have to be at the mercy of your angry moods. Because again, like I said, hard relate. This was absolutely me in my relationship. So now that we've gotten the more practical part out of the way, that's just my suggestion for like a method you can use to start tackling this. But I think it's pretty important that we dive into some of the things that you mentioned in your voicemail, just through the lens of like depth psychology and some of the different therapeutic modalities that we use in the podcast. I thought it was interesting that you referred to your partner as your dark prince. I think that was actually pretty significant because if we're going to look at this through a Jungian lens, through the work of Carl Jung, this could be seen as a projection of your own shadow. And the shadow represents the unconscious aspects of ourselves. And often these are qualities that we don't acknowledge or see in ourselves and we might see as undesirable. And in relationships, people often project these disowned parts onto their partners. And I just think that you might want to like ask yourself in your own quiet moments, why is your partner your dark prince, right? This is something that I think you should take into active imagination and really journal on that. It's not good or bad. It's just like, why is he your dark prince? What qualities in him make that an appropriate title for you? Because when I hear Dark Prince, I think like, you know, like sexy and exciting and maybe a little unpredictable, right? I'm thinking like Edward Cullen vibes. So just do some reflecting on that. And you mentioned your BPD issues, right? So these are going to be involving intense emotions, fear of abandonment, unstable relationships, right? We know we know the drill with BPD by now, and we all know how we feel about these labels. But regardless of what we think about the label of borderline personality disorder itself, the feelings underneath, right? Those very real feelings are there, and we are living with them. So it's very common when we struggle with emotion dysregulation and a fear of abandonment is for us to overextend ourselves in an attempt to avoid perceived rejection or abandonment. And the thing is, is that this just isn't sustainable. 
So we can put on all these masks. We can try to pretend like we've got it all together and do all the things. But the problem is, is that eventually the cracks will start to show and you're experiencing that. And so for a week, you might be doing all the things, cooking and blah, blah, blah. And then maybe when your period rolls around or when it all becomes too much, you're like snapping on your partner. And the thing is, your partner would rather you just have the maturity to sit down with them and say, hey, I read about this thing called the fair play method. Let's list out all the tasks that we have to do, follow the steps, and we can start sharing this as a partnership. And I'm sure your partner would love that because then you can say like, I know that I get really snappy and I'm not very great at asking for help, but that's something that I want to work on. And I'd love to work on this together with you, right? This is you practicing better communication and your partner, I'm sure will breathe a huge sigh of relief because then he's not going to have to be walking on eggshells and waiting for like the next time that you are going to be passive aggressive. Cause that's how Zaz is too. He's like, he knows when I get into these states cause he's like, Oh God, like you're walking around almost very stormy faced. And I'm like always overwhelmed. And it's because I'm just choosing not to ask for help. So these are the moments where we can create this self-fulfilling prophecy where we end up do getting abandoned because we're just this passive aggressive grouchy mess all the time. And our partners feel like they, they, they don't know what to do. Like We've got it all together and we're grouchy about it, but they don't even know how to step in and ask for help. So that's something to keep in mind as well. One of my other favorite therapists is Alfred Adler, and he has a perspective on overextending ourselves as well. And his theory emphasizes the importance of social interest and community feeling. So when I hear you talking about overextension, right, you're just you're giving so much of yourself that it feels like you don't have any gas left in the tank. And from an Adlerian perspective, this could be seen as an attempt to find a place of importance and belonging in your relationship. It's almost like you feel like you have to do all of these things to feel valuable instead of just feeling like you are lovable and valuable just the way you are when you're not taking care of everything, right? But if you almost maybe have convinced yourself that if you don't do all these things, if you aren't superwoman, that your partner won't love you the same. So Adler would also suggest exploring the ways in which this tendency to overextend yourself might be a manifestation of an inferiority complex where you're trying to prove your worth through excessive caregiving. And this is something, again, I've had to work on myself because interestingly enough, this can be seen as a form of manipulation, even though we're not consciously doing it. It's like we're doing these things to make someone love us, right? When we should just be lovable just the way we are. And you absolutely are. And I'm sure your partner would agree. And when we are running around in a flurry, feeling like, what's the next thing? What's the thing's next thing? Oh, I have so much to do, right? God, can I relate to that energy? We're not being present in our relationships. And a sense of presence is really important. But a lot of times, this sense of busyness and this feeling that we have to prove our worth by doing all the things it covers up our discomfort of being present in the moment. And from the perspective of 
internal family systems and thinking of all the different parts within ourselves and even through, you know, archetypal type of energies, this behavior of yours could be understood as this interplay of different parts of you, right? Different parts of your psyche. One part is over-functioning and caregiving while another part holds a lot of this anger and resentment An interesting exercise you might try is to dialogue with these two different parts of yourself and create an identity for them. If you're an artist, you could even draw them. But for me, I'm drawn more towards writing. You could write a letter as this over-functioning, caregiving part of yourself, then write a letter as this resentful and angry and overwhelmed part of yourself. And then try writing a letter back to those parts of yourself from your higher awareness and see what they want. What do these pieces of yourself want? Usually all the different parts of ourself are trying to protect us in some way. So maybe you can ask them, what are you trying to protect me from? What are you trying to achieve? And then realize that You can maybe start working with these parts of yourself and when you start bringing these unconscious aspects of yourself to the conscious mind, you'll stop seeing so much splitting and so much disconnection. You can bring all of these different aspects of yourself into harmony. You kept repeating, why do I do this? Why do I do this, right? And that's why I think this parts work exploration would be helpful for you because you even saying this over and over in your voicemail This is a call for self-exploration and understanding. The goal is for you to gain insight into your own behaviors, the unmet needs and fears driving what you're doing and how they relate to your sense of self and your view of your relationship. And I really think that if you do some reflection on this, it can lead to a more integrated and authentic way of being where you can express your needs and your desires more directly, negotiate the dynamics of your relationship in a healthier way, and ultimately find a path to personal growth for you and a healthier relationship with your partner. Because like I said, you know, we sometimes can convince ourselves by doing all the things that we're actually stepping into the hero role, when in reality, it's kind of a little bit of a cop-out where we are just uncomfortable being in the here and now, we're uncomfortable with having difficult conversations and asking for help, and we've convinced ourselves that if we step out of this role of like superhuman, doing everything, that our partners are going to abandon us. And the way that you are going about things is not sustainable, because you'll eventually burn yourself out, get hella resentful towards your partner and your partner will just start feeling like they are permanently walking on eggshells and I'm sure that they want to help but they just don't know how to step in because they're scared of you like splitting on them and that's just, I'm totally assuming just basing basing this upon what you've shared so far but this absolutely happened in my relationship as well. So I really hope that this was helpful for you, Geneva. To tie things up, I thought I would talk a little bit about something called the mental load. And it ties really well in with Geneva's question. And I think 
many of you will be able to relate to this and it might be one of those times where you're going, oh my God, I didn't have language for this and now I finally do. Because even in the most progressive households where people split the chores pretty evenly, there's still usually one person who ends up doing most of the thinking work and this is known as the mental load. The mental load is this term for the invisible labor involved in managing a household. All right, everyone, you know what that means. That's it for this week's premium preview of Back from the Borderline. The rest of this episode, we dive deep into the idea of the mental load and exactly how you can have a conversation with your partner to start healing from the incredible stress and overwhelm that comes from this. This is not a concept that's discussed very often, and I think this episode will be a brilliant one that you could take and listen to with your partner to start having some constructive conversations around this. So if you want to unlock the full version of this episode, as well as hundreds of hours of bonus content, and don't forget, all of these episodes and premium are also ad-free... You can visit backfromtheborderline.com and become a premium submarine by joining the Patreon community. But if you're not quite ready to join yet, that's okay too. You can support the podcast by rating it, reviewing it, following me on Instagram at backfromtheborderline.com or following the podcast on your favorite player of choice because I drop new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. But that's it from me for now. I'm your host, Molly, and don't forget, anyone... Even you can come back from the borderline. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Back from the Borderline. If you'd like to receive my monthly written recovery musings via Substack directly to your inbox, send me a voicemail, join the Patreon community, or check out my Amazon booklist recommendations, visit backfromtheborderline.com and click to access my link tree.